think we're good. I think it came up all right. Here we go, take yeah. two or take three or whatever it was. <laughs> Here we go again. Um, so yeah, no, we are going to cover the top 10 games of the decade. So 2011 to 2020, we're gonna have five minutes. Each of the participants, video games experts that we've uh, brought into this panel today. <laughs> and uh, we'll share our list. And as soon as uh, we mention the games and we can discuss and scrutinize each other's list. Uh, but we're going starting from number 10. So who's going to start us off? Uh, why don't you start off, Albert? All right, so I'll start it off That's with cool. mine. Um, so again, the, the so the criteria is going to be you must have played the game um, in order to list it as your top ten. There is a there are a bunch of games that I did not play this decade that I know are going to be considered one of the best games of all time. But starting with the ones that I played at number ten is Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Um, I enjoyed that game a lot. Obviously, definitely has the um, all the elements of an Assassin's Creed game, but with the added that it was, you know, pirates, ships, and the Caribbean. So, I mean, that mix right there made the game really enjoyable. The story was really good, and I really enjoyed the the you know going into Cuba, for example, Jamaica, and all these other traveling around the Caribbean. Uh, in an Assassin's Creed world, so that is my number ten. Did you play the DLC for that game? Where you play as Atawale? I don't think I got to play the DLC. No. It's really good. Really good. You go around and you free uh, slaves from <laughs> the islands, and you form your own pirate uh, crew. That's a bunch of slaves. It's pretty cool. Oh man! No, I need to <clears throat> maybe go back and check that out. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, I'll go next. Um, my number 10 is a game I just played recently, about a month ago, actually, and it came out in 2013, I think. Um, it's called Catherine, but uh, it's the, the one I played had all the DLC with it, so it's called Catherine Full Body. Basically, um, the game was made by Atlas. I'm not sure if you guys know what company Atlas is, but they made all the Persona games, the Shin Megami Tensei games, very uh, big JRPG company. <laughs> and um, they made one called Catherine, which is more or less, it's like a, it's kind of like a life simu simulator, except you're playing as this guy named Vincent and um, the person who voices him is Troy Baker. So that's pretty cool. You know, uh, he did... Uh, he did Joel in The Last of Us. He's played Joker a few times. Really good voice actor. And um, basically, you're like he cheated on his girlfriend, and um, with uh, with another woman who is uh, who's not what she seems to be. She's like a like a, like a demon or something. And uh, it's really cool to see the story play out because in the town he lives in, um, he. He, there's a bunch of murders that are going on and people sleep and it's just very mysterious so yeah it's kind of like you're just playing through the life of Vincent and see and trying to figure out what the heck's going on right now in this town and the reason I put it at my number 10 is because the storytelling in that game is phenomenal um, I've never played like I love anime and this game actually felt like made me feel like I was watching an anime and I was very into it 
Um, and there's so many different outcomes. All the cutscenes are, you know, drawn like anime. And uh, yeah, it's a really good. What's it called, Catherine? Catherine Full Body. It's a really good game. It takes like about 15 hours to beat, um, like 10 to 15 hours. But there's multiple endings, and basically, um, you know, uh, the guy Vincent's going through like a midlife crisis. You know, he has this mm-hmm. one girl, his girlfriend, he's been dating for four years, who's very like he, he she keeps him in his place. She make sure that he she makes sure that he doesn't do anything stupid basically puts a lot of rules on him and then there's this other girl he meets who is more makes him feel free and like kind of more uh seductive and kind of kind of sketchy and then they added the, in the full body version they added a third girl in the game um but yeah it's a really cool game oh, dang all right Oh shit! Hang on. <clears throat> All right. So who's um who's up next? Um, I guess I'll go. Uh, my number ten. I struggled to find ten games because I really haven't played that much um in the last decade. So my number ten is Fortnite. I hate to say it. But I think <laughs> I think it it deserves a place on the list because of how much I play it. Um, I think replayability wise, it it's good because there's just something about it that'll always make you like come back to it, whether it be the skins or like the new map or new challenges or whatever. Um, it does have a replayability aspect, and I think as far as like playing with friends and playing with like family i think it really changes the dynamic of the game um it's still super frustrating there's still a lot of things that like fortnite just sucks at but i think for those reasons it still deserves a spot on my list at least so that's why it's my number 10 okay yeah no i i think i agree to a to a degree with um mm-hmm. i i was super hesitant to start playing fortnite as you know that we, um, mm-hmm. And then you kind of peer pressured me into <laughs> into playing Fortnite, and uh, <laughs> that's right. But you're right; like we have so much fun, though. Um, and yeah, mm-hmm. we we play with our family and stuff, so it makes it really um, a really cool experience. So yeah, yeah, that's a good. It one. brings it brings the worst out of me, but yeah, you know. <laughs> I, really does I think it, it brings the worst out of all of us i think god yeah, yeah. i've never dropped so many f-bombs in a row in a while they're well deserved <laughs> that's right um good yeah i mean i don't disagree totally so you disagree josh now. Oh. <laughs> uh, as far oh. as Fortnite, I don't know. To me, I feel like, uh, like, okay, well, Epic does a lot of sketchy things in general, um, so I don't really like them for as a company. But you know, their game has made a huge impact on a lot of people in the world, and I don't recall a game ever doing that. Maybe, maybe like League of Legends, but other than that, I don't like overwatch maybe but nothing to the extent of what fortnite done but mm-hmm. all right 
Mark. Plus, plus, you got a lot of good memes from it, too. So. Oh, yeah. You got Kratos singing with a very <laughs> falsetto voice. So it's pretty cool. All right. I guess it's <laughs> my turn now. So my top, like, my number 10 video game of the decade would be uh, Black Ops 2. Black Ops 2 is a pretty good, pretty good game from the Call of Duty franchise. You know, like, yeah. the first one was good. The second one was actually pretty, like, it had a pretty good campaign, campaign-wise. Like, I like the whole dynamic of it as it's in the future, but it's kind of, like, future, like, 10, like, 10 years down the line. Like, it's one of those, like, a whole bunch of drones, but, like, like you kind of see that how now there's a lot of drones coming in and stuff like that where the technology... So you kind of get to see that a bit more, like a bit more in the, into the future. So mm-hmm. that that made the campaign pretty good. Um, also, the fact like you play as like the son of the main protagonist from the first one too. So that's pretty good. Uh, the multiplayer was also was really amazing. Like I loved playing that multiplayer, like growing up and just playing with my friends and just being able to play and also having bots because back then I didn't play online as much except maybe mm-hmm. like uh, cooperative play. But whenever we'd play, like we'd have bots on it, and also Black Ops Zombies was uh, pretty hard, honestly. But yeah, it was pretty good though. Like one of the best experiences I've had. Yeah, the zombies was the best zombies of any Black Ops game. It was really good. Huh? I think I I might have played Black Ops too. I'm not sure if I did. Um, it's a great game. It's the last. Re- it's the last good Call of Duty. Yeah, but yeah. when? So when was? When did it release? Do we know? Um, what was it? Maybe I twenty. Maybe I think it was, was twenty twelve. I, I can search it up real quick. I think it was Black uh, twenty twelve. Oh yeah, twenty twelve. Yep. Yep, twenty twelve. Great game. Yeah, then that that's the one I played. I, that's probably the last Call of Duty that I played then. Yeah, that's the last good one. <laughs> don't taint. Good. Don't yeah, don't don't taint the name. Yeah. Yeah, it went downhill pretty much. because <laughs> yeah, then we got uh, goes, but... we got Black Ops Three, and that was a dumpster fire. <laughs> and four. Nice. Well, that's good. Okay. All right. So number ten. There's some uh, some div- uh, diverse titles here. Yeah. Um, for the for the last ten. So. Time's up, it seems like. Uh, let me yeah, reset so. reset the timer. And I think we can now go with our number nine. So I started last time. I think Mark, you can start it off this uh start off okay. your number nine. So number nine probably might be a shock to you guys. Uh GTA five, put that as my number nine. Number nine? Wait. You just started playing yeah. it, Yeah. I mean, I just started... I, I played it a little bit when it came out. I didn't okay. have, like, the actual copy. I went to, like, a friend's house, and he had a copy, and we were like, hey, let's play, you know, GTA Five. I'm like, okay. Uh, it has an... Like, I didn't really play much of the, uh, the campaign at the time, but game. now, since I just got back into it, like, the the online is actually pretty great. Like, like a lot of, like, things you could do, obviously, like, different, like, heists and... It's like mm-hmm. bounty hunting missions, and you can fly jets, buy a whole bunch of weapons and stuff. Like the online it's is a game of its own. It's very, very like free roam, and you can basically do whatever you want at that point in the game. So it's it's pretty great. Like I like it. Yeah. All it's right. 
yeah, I think that one will be in uh, some higher lists probably. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's in Mark's top 10, so that's, you yeah. know, that's good. I haven't played it. I haven't played it. Really, I, really good game. Yeah. No, I know it's definitely listed as I think Metacritic ha- has it like as the greatest game of all of all time. Yeah. All right. Um who's next? Debbie? I'll go. Um, my number nine is Beat Saber. Um, it was really the game that made me want to buy an Oculus VR headset. So, yeah, I think it's just a great game. Um, so cool, the way that they set up the levels with some really well-known songs. So, yeah, it's good. I agree. That's huh. an amazing game. Like I like how it's like kind of like those lightsabers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big Star Wars it's like, fan. It's like music and lightsabers. Like it's, it's awesome. Also gives you a good workout. Not gonna lie. For it's sure. A lot of time. <laughs> and it's cool that you can play with your friends, too. Yeah, we'll need to play some. Uh, uh, Albert, you need to get an Oculus Quest too. Yeah. Yeah. So we can all play Beat Saber. We'll pre-pressure you into that too. All right. I guess you will peer pressure me into that. <laughs> It's only three ninety nine. You know? It's two ninety nine. Two ninety nine. Beat Saber is. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Uh, no oh. This is two hundred ninety nine dollars. Yeah. Um. So I'll go next. My number nine game is a Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Um. I would have put it higher, but there's just so many other games that have impacted me more. But Super Smash Bros. is one of the biggest games ever made. Um, has the the one of the it has the most uh, video game crossovers in any game ever, um, and uh, what's it called? Uh, yeah, it's just who would have thought you would be playing as uh, Donkey Kong beating a Banjo Kazooie? Like <laughs> as a kid, I would have never thought that would be possible. <laughs> or playing um, or getting uh, what's it called? Uh, playing Kirby and getting stabbed by Sephiroth. I mean, the game's crazy, uh, and uh, it's. It's 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 a timeless game. You you can always pick it up. You can always play with anyone you want and just have fun. It's a party game. It's a competitive game. It's one of the biggest fighting games ever made with the most characters. Um, I mean, I can play as Snake fighting like Mario. It's it's just it's insane. Um, it's a lot of fun. I've been playing Super Smash Bros. since since Melee, and uh, I'll probably playing it. Whenever they, I'll always be playing this game. Whenever they make more games, and we get three more characters coming out soon, so that's gonna be pretty interesting. So this one that you're talking about, Ultimate, this is the one with Sephiroth in it, then. Yeah, this has Sephiroth in it, and it's awesome. He's badass. You can play a Sephiroth fighting Doctor Mario, or Pac-Man versus like or Pac-Man. Sonic. Yeah, it's insane. It's a great game, and it's on the Switch. Yeah, it's on the Switch, yeah. Sephiroth is DLC. He just came out about a week ago. And he's really cool. Man. Yeah, I don't think... I, I played a little bit of Smash Bros. when it first... Or Super Smash Bros. when it first came out. Was it for the GameCube? Did it first the come 64. out? The 64. Oh, 64. Uh, yeah. I think I might have played the GameCube version. Yeah, Melee. Yeah. But that was it. Yeah. It's a great All game. Right. Good. Well, I guess it's my turn again. 
And my number nine is NBA 2K9, oh, 2K12, 2K12. Oh my goodness. <laughs> NBA 2K12. And I have a reason for saying NBA 2K12 because I want to go, I want, I want to utilize this opportunity to go off at the 2K or the NBA 2K franchise because they've definitely messed it up the last few games. Actually, the last, I don't know, three, four games, I think. They've just been terrible. Um, playing experiences, they're doing the same thing over and over again. They're just using it as a cash cow right now. So it's just not enjoyable anymore. The amount of grinding that you have to do, like if you're playing my player, the amount of grinding that you have to do in this game to get a decent player, it's like you have to play only that game like 12 hours mm -hmm. a day to be decent um, unless you want to and and so you're pretty much forced to pay um extra money so that is my number nine nice sports games aren't real games i'm just kidding, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, i only I'm kidding. did it um for that reason, to all of them. <laughs> no, I know, I know. NBA is probably the best sports title uh, there is for sports titles. Because who the hell plays Madden? All right, I'll start off with number eight. All right, my number eight game is Job Simulator. Um, so I the reason why I play Job Simulator is because VR is becoming very advanced now virtual reality gaming it's it's coming a, it's come a lot it's, it's a, that's going to be what is revolutionary to our gaming generation is vr just like how the nintendo 64 was revolutionary to um in the, in the 90s um the virtual reality gaming is out of this world and I put Job Simulator on there because that was the first game, in my opinion, that did virtual reality right. Where you can interact with every object, you can do crazy, stupid shit, and um, it's just it's just dumb fun that never grows old. Like I can pick it up today and play and have very fun time. Um, virtual reality gaming is very it's it's it has a long way to go, but where we're at right now is really cool. Um, then that's why I put Job Simulator on that because that's the best virtual reality game I can think of right now. All right, yeah, I can't, I can't speak much on the VR version or on the VR side of things, but huh, maybe something to look for uh, to to yeah, look no, to you or get a Quest Two, get an Oculus Quest Two. <laughs> You're 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 what's it called? You're missing out on a whole platform of gaming with virtual reality. Like I convinced Mark and I convinced Debbie and I convinced all my friends to get virtual reality headsets and they all love it. So definitely got to pick one up when you find one because it, it's insane what you can you, you can do in virtual reality. Like I was what's it called? I was playing VR chat with um one of my buddies and. Uh, uh, we can literally just go to like go to like a house, go sit on a couch together and watch anime together. And he's dressed up as Sephiroth, and I'm Barrett. Like it's funny. <laughs> yeah, nice. that's the best thing about VR is yeah. all the games and potential, like VR yeah. chat. And that's why I put socialized people. And... 
like right. you're actually there. Nice. Okay, I'll go next. All right. My number eight is shockingly Animal Crossing. Um, <laughs> I. Which one? New Horizons. So I kicked and screamed because I didn't want to play this game, and everyone and their mom was playing this game at, 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 my the, house. at the height of COVID in March. So I got the game, and you got it like a day after I bought it, and six hundred <laughs> hours later, like later, um, you know, I just had to give it a place because I did invest so much time and effort into like building my entire island that i just i feel a personal attachment now to this game because i fought so hard for like all of my villagers and i spent days on a stupid freaking layout of my island so like i think it's a great game and i think it came out at the right time because everybody was quarantined and like um, you could play with your friends, and you could just pretend that things were okay when things were really not okay. Um, so for that reason, I put Animal Crossing um, as my number eight. It was a it was a pretty nice game when it came out, but obviously my issue that made me like not enjoy as much is my Joy-Con drift. Yeah, <laughs> well, you should build it up again. But it was it was nice how that game came out. That one and like Doom Eternal both yeah. came out at the same time. It's like yeah. their birthday, I guess. But it's good that both games came out and they made a really big impact on society when everyone was what locked up inside. Mm -hmm. You can't go anywhere else, so might as well just yeah. play Animal Crossing. Mm -hmm. Nice. Well, my number eight is Red Dead Redemption 2. So I played some of that. Um, I didn't play it all the way through, but enough to recognize that it was definitely an awesome game. Um, yeah. it's just the open world, it's just so much. One of the the reasons why it's, why it's eight and it's not lower, it's because there's just too many little intricacies, intricacies with this mm -hmm. game. Like you have to eat, you know, at certain diet and exercise and all these different things. Um, I can't do all that to keep up with it. So I think that's a little bit too mm -hmm. much, but if they eliminate that aspect, um, it definitely would have been higher. The, yeah, the campaign is amazing in that game. Like, the characters mm -hmm. are so uh, so memorable. It's not a Rockstar mm -hmm. game, so that's right. what they're known for, is making great campaigns. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, that's a really good game. Alright, so mine, my number eight, number ocho, is Star Wars Battlefront 2, the last one that came out, not the really? old one, even though it's pretty good. Um, I just really enjoyed the uh, multiplayer, how uh, you can revisit the old, like, like I really like like the Clone Wars era, you just be literally whole armies of, like, clones just fighting against, like, the droids, and then there's, like, the Jedis, and you get to play as, like, Obi-Wan, or you can play as Grievous, and it was just... It was pretty fun. Like honestly, I I really enjoy that giant, just full-on scale like battle that's going on yeah. instead of like the typical like shooter games where it's just like what eight people on each team. No, this is like 40, 50 people just all charging in, and it's a giant war. <laughs> and it kind of makes it feel. It gives you that like revisiting like that Star Wars feeling mm -hmm. from like watching the films where they're like having those really big giant battles between like the empire and the rebels or clones and the 
droids like it just it's really enjoyable and very very yeah. fun to like get into and engaging you know that game wasn't like that when it first came out right really the game was trash when it first came out when the game first came out you had to unlock every single character customization and everything and um they allowed you to basically there was microtransactions that allowed you to buy like skills so you pay to win uh and they got so much backlash for that that they had to take that out of the game it's a good game now but when it came out back in i think it was like 2018 or 19 i think it's 2018 it was a really bad game very bad game but now it's come a long way and it's a great game all right all right well, that's everyone's um, number eight right yep we are now starting number seven number seven so debbie no it's who who went first last time i don't remember i think it was josh oh so Not debbie either. no oh did i mm -hmm. yeah yeah i did josh went. all right um my number seven surprised me too it's actually borderlands 2 um another game i really was hesitant to play um but now that i'm in it i really do enjoy all of the characters um i love the multiplayer aspect i love I that you can like go through the campaign with your friends and like hop in at any time i don't think there's another game that really has that feature um so i think it's really unique in that um the characters are funny um, the story is intriguing, and it's very hard for me to, like, stay with the story because I'm so, like, I just don't like when it gets, like, pretty, um, like, they go in a lot of directions. So, yeah, Borderlands 2 is definitely a great game. Yeah, I love that game. Yeah, I love that game, too. That's way lower on my list. Um, yeah. But definitely agree. Yeah, me, too um so i just real quick to intersect i think josh you may need to mute i'm not sure if you have to mute your mic when debbie's talking because it might okay. i'm not sure yeah that's what, what might be causing it but um yeah no borderlands 2 solid option i love that game too for so many different reasons just the storyline probably one of the best games ever made um but i'm sure we'll be talking more about borderlands 2 um <laughs> in this podcast um all right so who mark what's your number seven I'll go. I'll go. my number seven is titanfall 2 now this, right. I, I really enjoy titanfall 2 because it's it's not like it's kind of like call of duty but not quite where you have like those set in the future and you have these like giant robots that like shoot down from the sky and you could just like like basically they like go inside like you can go inside them and you can like control them and you're basically it's just very militaristic and it's very like the storyline is pretty like pretty nice like i really enjoy that like the bond where the the main player the pilot uh jack cooper is his name is uh has what is titan which is a uh, bt7274 like it's like he's like a, he's a giant robot but he kind of has a personality of his own he kind of like protects the player so it it makes it, it kind of gives like that bond of like friendship, even though it's a man and a robot and you guys go through like different challenges and different like obstacles and fighting more giant robots. And overall the campaign is just really amazing. 
And the multiplayer is also pretty cool. Like, you get to, like, run across walls, and you have, like, different abilities where you can, like, turn invisible and just come up from behind someone and just, like, stab them in their back while, like, summoning a giant robot that could just, like, come down from the sky and just crush down. And each of the Titans have, like, their own abilities or different weapons. Like, one of them can have, like, shoot missiles from its back, and then the other one can, like, pull a giant sword and just literally just, like, slash the other Titan. And it's, it's just overall just an amazing game. Like, I got, like, the deluxe edition and just I got the helmet just because mm-hmm. just how cool that the game was. Awesome. Yeah, I've played uh, Titanfall 2, and it, it almost made it to my list as well. So I really enjoy that game. Um, I'll go next. My, my number seven game is God of War for the PS4. Um, the reason why I put that on my top ten is because I was amazed that they took a character who was so far gone from hum- like his humanity and just he was he was a very evil character in his original games like extremely evil he killed all the gods and destroyed the world evil um and they brought him back and gave him humanity and gave him morals and made him realize he doesn't want to be that person anymore and he is such like a like the story is with him about him and his new son that he had in this his land and it's just I've never seen a game capture such a father and son relationship before as well as God of War did. And that's why I put it at number seven. Yeah, I love that game too. All the reasons that you mentioned, the gameplay was amazing, the graphics were amazing. Um, oh, even yeah. for being a PlayStation 4, it's just beautiful, like the the, yeah. the, the landscape. Uh, yeah, that's way, way lower on my list, but, but yeah, <laughs> that game is awesome. Did any, any one of you, Debbie or Mark, did y'all play that game? I uh, haven't, but I will. Mm. Oh, I man. I've seen gameplay, though. Amazing. Gameplay looks nice. Amazing game. All right, for mine, um, I'll have to go with Diablo 3 for number seven. Um, just really enjoyed uh, playing that game with friends, um, hack and slash, and there's so many different things that you can do in that game. Um, but you can you never really get tired of playing it. Like, you just keep going through it, through the story with different characters and different... So once if you go through the game once, you can go at it again at a harder um at a harder level and get even more stuff and they just keep adding um loot and things to get so um diablo 3 my number my number seven oh i guess that's everyone's number sevens right that's it yeah oh let me see if i can add it here on the screen Diablo 3. There we go. <laughs> All right, the time's up. And now we got to go with 6. All right. Um, Albert, I guess you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first on this one. Uh, my number 6. Oh, man, and this one I wanted to put a lot lower because I probably the game that I play the most this decade. Uh, was Final Fantasy XIV, A Realm Reborn, um, but also with the expansions. 
um, as well. The expansions actually just made the game better. Um, this was a game that initially um, it wasn't it, it wasn't what people thought it would be. Like it really was terrible to begin with at launch. It was really bad, and then um, I guess they hired they hired a new team, they hired a new director, and it made the game so much better than. It's just an awesome MMO. Uh, I know it competes with uh, World of Warcraft. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're like, you know, the top two MMOs out there. But just being in the final, being a Final Fantasy fan my whole life, um, being in the Final Fantasy world as an MMO, it's just, it's amazing. And the soundtrack is amazing. The, you know, the character build, the storyline, it, I mean, it's, yeah, for me, this decade, this game was probably one of the, you know, it's not the best game because it has to remain neutral and, uh, and uh, you know, be judicious in my in my ranking. But, yeah, I love that game. So, six for me is Final Fantasy fourteen. Guess I'll go next. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, my number six is uh, Borderlands 2. I know we talked about that one the last... Uh, the last uh, number, but Borderlands 2 is overall really amazing. Like, I really enjoy the whole cartoony aspect about it, where it's just it's a shooter game, but it's very, very comical, very cartoony. Like, a lot of the enemies, they just, they make me laugh when I'm just playing. And just the different skills like, and abilities mm-hmm. that the players have as an individual. The multiplayer co-op, where you're just going through the campaign. Kind of reminds me of going back to the old like Halo days when we'd play like Halo Three campaign and you're just playing with your buddies and you're just completing a campaign but you guys are doing it together. Kind of builds that you know friendship bond and oh, yeah. playing with family is good too. Also like it's amazing characters like Claptrap. I have to tell him out. It just always makes me laugh all the time. Like I really enjoy Claptrap even though a lot of people hate him apparently. Mm-hmm. But overall, Borderlands 2, like, I, I just started getting into it, actually. And mm-hmm. I've had a lot of, like, friends who would always say, hey, Borderlands 2 is great and stuff. And getting into it, I'm like, wow, I can understand why yeah. a lot of people were telling me to play it back then. Because it's overall just an awesome game. For the record, though, going... Handsome wow. Jack is the best character in Borderlands oh, 2. Yeah. By far. He's the best. <laughs> yeah. He's the best villain in any video game. Man. That's right. Yeah, the best. Well, Sephiroth, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mark, I'll go next just because, Mark, my number six is Borderlands 2 as well. <laughs> um, pretty much for the same reasons you say, except you the DLC in Borderlands 2 is one of the most amazing parts about that game because it almost feels like a complete full new game, especially Tiny, Tiny Tina's Assault and Dragon Keep. It's like all about Dungeons and Dragons and medieval stuff, and it's it's awesome. And like you know, I know you just started playing it. We haven't beaten it yet together, but once you get to the end, um, you know, you get to replay the game again, except you're level thirty when you replay it, and then you can go all the way up to level fifty, and then level sixty-six, and then like level seventy-seven. And you keep getting skills to build your character higher and higher and stronger and stronger. So eventually you'll be doing like, you know, 100,000 damage every shot. It's insane. It's a really cool game. Um, I love the story it's created. 
this was the this is where where the Borderlands series peaked was at the second game because the pre pre sequel is fun, but and Borderlands three is, eh, but two two was definitely the best in the franchise. And Handsome Jack is one of the best villains ever ever written in video game history. Like he he has what's it called? Uh, he he follows the hero's journey kind of kind of concept, especially with pre sequel. Um, just a very well-written character. Agree with everything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, my number six is Phasmophobia. Um, this one was also very surprising. I'm not really into like horror games or anything of that type, but it's such a different type of like scary game. Like, it's, there's no like jump scares or like cheap, you know, like horror type ish games like it's literally just uh like investigating a house and like your friends and who you're playing with really do make or break the experience of the game which i think is interesting too um but i just think it's so funny um and just an overall great great game so that's my number six awesome yeah, phasmophobia is, is i i really enjoy phasmophobia because like mm -hmm. i used to watch a lot of those like ghost hunter like TV shows where people would go into houses and they use like the ghost techniques and then actually playing it and playing it in VR it's kind of like wow you're actually there but you know the ghost could kill you yeah. but even still like sometimes you have like your courage and like yeah you know like you feel that sense of fear fearlessness and you're like yeah face the ghost but just like the game where your sanity starts dropping well yeah I'm not gonna lie my sanity does kind of feel like it starts I think I think life. it's interesting because like it wasn't supposed to be like funny but like it is funny when you try to insult these ghosts and then they come after you so I just think overall it's it's just so well made and the fact that it's still in a beta for me is uh promising because like who knows what the game will actually look like when it when it's full and when it's done and so I'm very much looking forward to what we'll see in the future but so far i am very impressed with the game so yeah it's just good. how realistic it is too like that mm -hmm. that also gets it to me like you're using actual like ghost hunting techniques actual equipment and you're kind of doing your research and you gotta like determine what kind of ghost it is kind of uses actual like facts and states that people would claim when yeah. they're actually doing those like ghost hauntings and it's just it's just amazing just like you're actually there and you're like whoa like <laughs> okay it's like a specter based on like the evidence so it's kind of like you know you're solving a mystery except it's kind of more <laughs> kind of scary at the aspect yeah. but not too like horrifying like if it were like a horror movie or anything it's it's kind of like fearing the unknown mm -hmm. more or less i really like it really like that game as well and enjoy playing it with you guys for sure all right so we are to the the best five games of this decade oh. that's where we are um so let's uh let's see who i think i went first last time yeah you did. I, I can go ahead if you want yeah, yeah uh my number five has to be wolfenstein 2 like i first played like the original one uh the new order like it's such a great campaign where you're following uh, B.J. Blazkowicz, you know, he's a man. He's kind of kind of has sort of a similar story to Captain America in a sense, but like he's just like a man that he just 
fighting Nazis in World War II, and he wakes up and just the Nazis just took over the world. It's an alternate reality, and he's just like angry about it, and he just goes on in a giant killing spree trying to, you know, stop the regime. So it's it's very like I like the aspect about how it's like an alternate timeline of history where like how supposedly like the Nazis won, but here they're like everyone's afraid of them, but there comes this guy who's not afraid of them and is just fighting off, dual wielding guns, going blazing glory. And in New Colossus is just amazing because they take it to the United States and you actually go to like New York and you go to like Louisiana and you're just traveling or like I think Nevada is one of them or no New Roswell. And it's just and there's interesting characters that are helping and you're just leading the resistance and trying to fight for freedom from tyranny. Just overall, just an amazing story. I agree. It was a really good game. Nice. Um, for my number five, I put uh, Dark Souls 3. Um, I love the Souls series. And um, usually people would think Dark Souls 3 is the, you know, the weakest of the franchise. But um, this was the first Souls game I played. And... You know, because the Souls games aren't really easy. Uh, they really are, you know, they're, they're meant for more experienced gamers that like a challenge. And, you know, not everyone likes to do, like, wants a challenge when they play a game. That's what, And Dark Souls 3 is the easiest one out of all the Souls games. Um, I play them all. Um, and they're all really, they're all amazing. The new one, Demon Souls for the PS5, is one of the most beautiful games I've ever seen. But the reason why I put Dark Souls 3 is that this game allowed me to get into the Souls universe because it was, you know, more beginner friendly. And that, and it's still hard. Like, it is still a really hard game. But um, out of all the Souls games, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's the easiest to get into. The universe, uh, what's his name? Um, me, I think his name is Miyagata. I forgot the creator of the game's name, but um, the universe this man created is it's 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 filled with lore and and uh, adventure and like demons and monsters and and it's just so interesting because the lore isn't what's it called? It isn't explained to you through cutscenes. If you want to learn about the universe of the game, you actually have to pick up items and read the description of the items to figure out what's going on in the world. Like you pick up a sword and it'll tell you exactly who wielded the sword, who was the man who wielded the sword, and how he died. Like it, it is a very in-depth game with storytelling, but you have to be paying attention to all the fine details about this game. Because like I said, it doesn't tell you everything like at all. Um you could play the whole game and not know what the hell's going on like if you're not paying attention that's kind of why i like it is because i love i love when developers put detail in their games where you actually need to pay attention to what's going on in the universe um yeah dark souls 3 is a great game i recommend anyone who wants to get in the souls universe to play that game first awesome yeah i might consider playing it because i started with bloodborne and that that's was the hardest game in the universe. That <laughs> was so damn hard. I was getting upset. Like I'm yeah. like, I'm gonna return this game. It's just too damn hard. It is. That is one of the hardest. That is the. I think the they just released a new one like a year ago called, called Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice. That's the hardest game in the Souls universe. Bloodborne is the second hardest game in the Souls universe. 
Yeah, but it, I mean, it seemed nice and very interesting. So I might, yeah. if if you think Dark Souls Three is probably one of, not that it's easy, but you know, manageable. It's really good for yeah, and well, and also it's just it's one of the most what's it called the, the animations and the fighting is so advanced compared to Dark Souls One and Two because in Dark Souls One and Two it's literally just slash 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 in dark souls 3 you're like doing like acrobatics and shit like doing flips and it's pretty cool nice good all right who uh debbie yeah um my number five is pokemon sword and shield um i really 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 enjoyed this game um obviously growing up playing Pokemon, um, you're, you get very used to that two-dimensional sort of, you know, turn-based game. But for the first time, Pokemon became almost open-world-like. Um, the wild areas were just so cool. To, like, see the Pokemon uh, actually, like, interact in the way that they should be interacting. Like, if they're flying Pokemon, then you're, you're going to see them in the air. Um, those water Pokemon are in the water, and they attack you if you're trying to, like... It was just insane to me to see Pokemon for the first time in their natural habitat and doing what they should be doing as Pokemon. Um, the story was also pretty good. Um, it was interesting that it was in London um, as opposed to where it usually would be. So uh, I just think it was a, a lot of fun to, to play a Pokemon game that felt like a completely new, new game to me um, in that sense. So Pokemon Sword and Shield. Awesome. Is it on the Switch as well? On the Switch, yep. Okay. Pokemon Sword and Shield, I, I really enjoyed it too. Mm-hmm. Especially since I grew up also watching a lot of the uh the anime, like you obviously know, like I watched I watched the, the cartoons and just playing the game kinda of felt like you were kinda of like playing like the actual like the show itself. Yeah. You could see the cutscenes and the interactions like you were saying. Especially like in the last last DLC at the um Island of Armor, where yeah. they allowed you to walk around with your, with uh, your Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah, and that just brings me back to when Soul and Heart Gold and Soul Silver came out, and you're able to do that, and just how far, how, how much, like, yeah. how it's, it's such a small game. thing to add to the game, but like, it really does make a difference because, like, the Pokemon, you see, like, Ash always had Pikachu with him, and like, like Misty always had Togepi, so like. To have your own Pokemon outside of their ball and, like, you could ride on Charmander or, like, or on Charizard. And so, like, that's such a cool thing to have in a game. And I don't know why they don't have it in every single Pokemon game moving forward. But definitely a lot of fun. So. Also, the, uh, I also enjoyed the, uh, I guess, like, that, the challenges that you have. Not the challenges. Um, whenever you fought at that giant dome at the end. Oh, yeah. Get to like you get to refight like the gym leaders and it kind of mm-hmm. felt like those actual like Pokemon gym battles where yeah. you're actually fighting and yeah like, the massive stadiums yeah, yeah. there's like people awesome. watching the TV screen yeah Pokemon goes Gigamax which was actually pretty cool first I was pretty skeptical about it but after like trying out for the first time you know seeing your like your uh, your starter Pokemon just like turn giant to like <laughs> and you're literally destroying the other person's pokemon with like a giant like tidal wave i'm like what <laughs> this awesome. is pretty cool that's awesome and it's just it's amazing mm-hmm. definitely a good game see that's already three switch games that uh you know well two i think uh 
mentioned Super Smash Bros. And what was this one? Uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield. Oh, Catherine. Sword and Shield and. Uh... Oh, Borderlands Two is on the Switch now too. Uh, Wolfenstein 2 also is on Switch. Yeah, Wolfenstein is on all the right, Switch. Alright, so I don't know. That might be... Switch is making a case. Um, my number 5 for this decade is uh, Mass Effect 2. So, Mass Effect 2 is just a, an amazing freaking game. Um, I enjoyed playing that game. At the time that I was, I was playing it, I was so conflicted. Like, this might be the best game I've ever played. Um, mm -hmm. It was just an amazing story. Um... And the concept, the, just the overall Ma Mass Effect concept. But in two, it really kicked things off. Like, number one, was okay. it was a decent game. It was okay. Um, but Mass Effect 2 was revolutionary. Definitely revolutionary. Type. The whole game is just, it's just amazing. Um, so if you've never played Mass Effect 2, that's definitely a game to play. Thoroughly enjoy Could it. you play the two before play? Like, if you didn't want to play one at all, it's okay to play two? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mass you don't need to play Mass Effect 1. Because, like, every time I want to get into it, like, I just don't want to start with 1 because 1 just seems very, very dated. It is. It is. I didn't enjoy it as much. It was just super hyped at the time when I played it. Mm -hmm. I didn't enjoy it that much. But when I got into 2, I was like, whoa. But I didn't really... It kind of allows you, like, when you first start the game, I believe that you can carry over the stuff that happened from mass effect one it gives it's, it's an option or you can or you can just say well it doesn't matter and even me playing one i chose not to carry the stuff over from one to two so mm -hmm. i just started clean for mass effect two mm -hmm. yeah cool. that's my five and uh all right let's try to stick to this time i just been starting it pretty late i think <laughs> i forget to start the time i think i think we should take like cut it here because we're at five well i messaged and i said i was going to be late so i think we can we can race to the finish okay, <laughs> okay. cool just so that we can finish it because i know that the tension is uh tension is rising now like as we get to number four so all right, all right. Start off, albert with number four all right hang on let me Lower that. So my number four, it's Borderlands 2. And I know we've already all kind of said Borderlands 2 for all the different reasons. And it's just amazing that it even made it to all of our list because it's that type of game that maybe may even be considered as one of the greatest games of all time. Um, just the, you know, the lore, the storyline, the villain, the characters... Um, how it even makes references to pop culture, different pop culture. Like there's one scene about a double rainbow, and I know like it was a big time, it was a big thing at one time, and then they touch on that double rainbow. But what does it mean? Um, just little nuggets like that that they throw throughout that they sprinkle throughout the entire game to make the uh, the experience that much more enjoyable. It's just. It, not enough that I can say really about that game. So I'm, you know, kind of sad that it's only four, but these these last four games are just that great. So yeah, I agree. Um, I'll go next. My number four is uh, Super Mario Odyssey. Came out in 2017. Um, I'd put the I, I, Mario is my favorite game character in in, in, in any game kind of gaming. Um, he he was a part of my childhood. Um, 
one of the first Mario games I played was uh, Super Mario Sunshine on the GameCube, and I loved that game. Um, I put Odyssey as number four, though, because um, this game really made me feel like I was a kid again, and no game has ever done that before. Um, the game made me feel like I was playing Super Mario 64 or Super Mario Sunshine, because the people who made this game made those games, and... Uh, it was just amazing the colors the the world you can visit as mario and it's just there's there's the references they make to past games is insane like there's this one level where you go through a 2d section as mario and it's like the 8-bit looking mario and um you're fighting 8-bit donkey kong and and like from from donkey the video game donkey kong in the arcades and it was just so cool to see that. And I'm just like, wow, they really put so much detail into this Mario game. And I recommend that game to anyone who's ever played 64 or any 3D Mario game. Odyssey is the best one. Another Switch game. For sure, a good game. For someone who's not as much of a Mario fan as Josh, I, I enjoyed it a lot. It was more... Uh, open world and you know Mario is usually that 2D like side scroller so for the first time you could really do a lot more with Mario and I think they really showcased how how much potential Mario has when he's not constricted to that 2D side scroller so great game awesome yeah uh, I'll go my number four is Kingdom Hearts 3 um, it's not a lot of people's favorites, but for me, um, who waited so long for this game to come out, um, I think it was exactly the game it needed to be And it's like, people were just so upset about like the Disney worlds and like all of that taking away from the main story. But that's, that's what the game has always been. You know, you go to these different Disney worlds and you enjoy them and then you get to the, to the end and the ending wasn't what I thought it would be. Um, but it does open up the possibility for other, um, adventures. So I won't say much without spoiling. Um, so yeah, Kingdom Hearts three, made me feel like a kid again playing on my ps2 and that to me means more than anything in the world so yeah kingdom hearts 3 definitely my top five so nice i haven't played it but i'm a fan of the kingdom hearts series yeah. for sure <laughs> so my uh top four is uh subnautica now subnautica is such an amazing game especially since like I've always liked the ocean, the ocean, like, seeing the fishes and, like, just being underwater. And it's all about scuba diving, but you're in a, like, it's in the future, and you, like, crash land on an alien world, and you're just, the whole environment is just so, like, beautiful. Like, you start out on this reef, and it's, like, these different kinds of fish that are, like, alien fish, but they, there's just, like, so much detail to it. And you're just, like, you just start out as, like, the only survivor and you're just like oh i'm just in the middle of the open ocean and obviously you gotta like craft and there's so many crafting abilities in it like you build your own underwater home and like live there while you're trying to survive and of course there's there's its own dangers like obviously there's some predatory creatures and although it's like it's kind of like very it's a survival and it's very like you get to explore the different like biomes and there's like 
a kelp forest or you might go down to some caves and as you go deeper and deeper there's like more threats and obviously there's those big giant reaper leviathans that always pop out of nowhere and <laughs> give me a jump scare sometimes but it's it's very amazing just exploring the open ocean you keep going deeper and deeper and as you're exploring you're trying to figure out like oh there's like an actual story to it kind of like kind of like how in dark souls how there's like a lore into it but you don't see it based on like you don't learn about it through cutscene you just kind of kind of it just it just pops up up to you like as you're playing and you're just like oh that's interesting and then there's a whole mystery behind it and you're just exploring and the deeper you go the more things you uncover and you get to build more like you get to build your own like giant submarine and you get to even build like a mech suit sort of and and there's just it's all about exploring and just trying to find a way to get out while also exploring the environment that's around you and just overall just beautiful game just just always every time i play it it just brings me back it's like avatar and just like how pandora is just but underwater is just amazing just every time i play it great it's a good game all right now we're jumping into the top three top three of the decade we all might have some similar ones for this one <laughs> i don't know so who's going first i'll go first um, my number three is uh, Breath of the Wild, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Um, everyone's heard about this game. Everyone knows how great this game is. It won Game of the Year in 2017. It is a phenomenal game, and the the physics are amazing. the The fact that you can just go anywhere you want on the map, whenever you can go straight to the boss's naked Link if you want to and try to fight him. Like it, it, it's insane what you can do in that game, and and it's I mean they're making a sequel because it was it, it's an amazing game, and we all want to know more about the universe. They made a prequel. I mean, this Legend of Zelda is the first Legend of Zelda to ever get two direct like games in, about the same Link in Zelda. So it's it's going it's going to be it, it's it's just an amazing game. You know, and if you haven't played it, that is a must play at some point in your life. Also a Switch game. <laughs> Shit. That is true. I, I love Switch games. <laughs> God damn it. Seems like I'm gonna have to get this damn system. <laughs> um I'll go next. My number three is Skyrim. Um I just Skyrim was so much fun. I mean I really don't have a lot to say, like I just felt like so empty after I finished playing Skyrim that I couldn't find another game to play that was like Skyrim. That was very frustrating for me because Skyrim is so very much like Breath of the Wild in that there's so much that you can do. Um, there's so many different possibilities. And I know a lot of people like replay it on all the different platforms that it came out on and make different characters because the experience is just, it can be so very different every time you play it. And I think... Um, any game that offers that is just amazing. Um, so yeah, my number three is Skyrim. Ditto on a lot of things that you just said there with Skyrim. Skyrim is gonna come up for me as well <laughs> soon. Uh, who is it? My, my turn, maybe. Yeah. All right, I'll go. Uh, my number three is Witcher three. So Witcher three, just 
freaking amazing game another beautiful game so big um rich and very rich in storyline I mean, it was so freaking good that i even picked up the the books i started reading the books for for the witcher um for the you know whatever events happened before and then the tv show came out for netflix yeah. and i was watching that like too yeah i like the i like this show that was really good um mm-hmm. and again it just comes on the switch <laughs> what is oh no but I, I don't need the switch to watch the show no, or play no. the game no um, no no <laughs> i'm just saying like switch exclusives but yeah no witcher 3 um and and just the gameplay the things that you could do uh within the game as well um just very open like not a lot of boundaries with that game it's just i don't know it's just great so witcher 3 mm-hmm. my number nice. three my number three is uh doom 2016 so this is actually the first Doom game I played, because like obviously the original one came out 1996, and that was first like first person shooter, revolutionary. It's the father of all first person shooter. Like no other shooter game would have existed if Doom existed. So um, I never played the original one till after I played the 2016. It was kind of like a reboot, but like it had its own kind of like a still part of the timeline in a sense. And just overall, the gameplay is just amazing. Like, you're literally... I guess it kind of, like, makes, a like, a joke around the, like, most other games where, like, there's, like, cutscenes and, you know, the character has dialogue. Well, in Doom, literally, your player is, like, mute. He doesn't have hardly any cutscenes. And he immediately grabs weapons and starts killing demons. And it's very sci-fi, but yet you're fighting, you know, like, the hordes of hell. Yet you have, like, a chainsaw and kind of like that modern aspect to it and just overall just a great game just you feel like an unstoppable force instead of like most other games where like you're you know obviously you're fighting monsters and your player kind of still kind of fears them but in doom you're literally just fighting them off just non-stop action every around the corner like every single like at the moment i picked up the game and like the moment i completed it just great bosses just great just great combat and I just overall just love the different ways and different weapons and different techniques you could basically destroy the enemy like you have all your weapons with you but like I guess each player has their own preferences like I'll play with like the double barrel shotgun but some people might use like the rocket launcher all the time and it's just overall great great soundtrack also by Mick Gordon just, just amazing all right well nice Top two. Top two. Let's go. Uh, Mark? Oh, you want me to go? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So my top two is the Master Chief Collection. Because uh, it's just... <laughs> so I've just, they didn't I've come been... out in the last... They didn't come out in the last decade. <laughs> you want I the mean, collection. Yeah, it's the whole collection. I mean, even though all the games that are in <laughs> it... came out in the early 2000s. Last... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure, but we'll count. We'll count it. Yeah, but Master Chief Collection, it just has all those old games, and just like from like 2001 all the way to like 10 and like Halo 4 and all that. It's Halo 2 anniversary. Halo 2. Yeah, that's I guess that's the new thing that they added to it, where they got the original like the old graphics from like the original Xbox, from like Halo 2, 
and with the flip of a button, like it would immediately remaster like the cutscenes that literally look like you're watching like a movie. And I'm just like so like shocked because I I first played like the first Halo game I played was Halo Two. So just watching the same cutscenes I I watched like I played as a kid, just rewatching them but in higher like like 4K like high definition, just mm-hmm. like just so amazing and just this comp, the the gameplay is so great like multiplayer you have all the Halo games with yeah. you basically so if you want to play Halo Three you could just okay with a click just go to the lobby play online play Halo Reach like you can go back and back and forth without turning on your old xbox 360 and just overall i just put it as number two because halo's always been like my childhood and just the soundtrack from the original games were just beautiful and just re i'm able to relive those old experiences from like when i played the original halos back when they came out last decade like i can re replay them now and still feel have that same feeling like nostalgia feeling to it so overall, that's why it's my number two. Yeah, you never played the online either, so playing the online's new for you. I play like the co-op though, but the <laughs> online is just seeing other people play it. Just it's no, that's beautiful. it's a great game, and the fact you can get every single Halo game for forty bucks is a really good deal. It's a great deal too. Yeah, really good deal. Yeah, that's awesome. I think they're counting some other games. Like, I know they're remaking a lot of these Final Fantasy games, like Final Fantasy twelve. Zodiac Age and stuff like that. They may count as games since they've been remastered for this decade. So, uh, My number two, uh, it's already been mentioned. Actually, my last two have already been mentioned, but my number two is God of War. <laughs> um, yeah, God of War is an amazing game. The connection that you have with the characters and like uh, Josh, like you said earlier about how they humanized um, Kratos was great yeah. just giving him that responsibility to take care of this kid of atreus and then you get that connection with atreus as well um because you want him to do well and then you kind of want him to be to know that he's well i shouldn't be spoiling things so uh you want him to know <laughs> things <laughs> um and just that debate right that parental is like they put Kratos and the you know trying to make these parental decisions, what's best for for Atreus and all that. It's just mm-hmm. crazy that you wouldn't imagine Kratos being put in that in that position in God of War, you know, in the, yeah. in the previous God of Wars. Well, yeah, it's because like you know, in the previous God of Wars, Kratos had nothing to lose at all. Like right. he went full out murderous in the previous God of Wars, but now he mm-hmm. actually has something to lose. There's stakes now in this new game where you know Kratos has a reason, you know, to protect his son. Absolutely. Yep. So it's a great game. Yep. Just yeah. But my number two. Yeah. My number two is uh Skyrim. Um just just uh, another game without explanation. You know, the game is revolutionary to RPGs. Uh, it's one of the only games that actually makes you feel like your decisions matter and that you can actually do literally whatever you want. You I mean you can you can get married, have a family, build a house. <laughs> like it, it's insane the amount of stuff that you're able to do. And um, what's also really interesting about the game is there's certain decisions you can make that you would have never thought you would have been able to make. Um, for instance. Um, you guys uh, 
have you played Skyrim, Albert? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you know the Dark Brotherhood mission? I do. Remember when Astrid, you know, you fall asleep in the bed and you wake up and Astrid has you in the room and tells you to kill three right. people or kill one of the three people. Right. Remember that? Yep. So she said one of this one person in this room has committed a crime that's horrible and deserves to be punished for it. And that she, and then she said I give you 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 have to pick the person to kill. And you know, this was the second time I was playing through this and I'm like, you know, I don't think anyone in this cabin did anything bad. So what I did instead, she said one person in this room did something horrible, so I killed her. And when I killed her, uh, when as she died, she said good choice, and then she died. And then a new mission started. Called it was titled "Hunting the Brotherhood." Yeah, yeah, I did I that like, too. Wow, I, I killed her that's too. Insane. <laughs> I'm like that is that is absolutely insane. Like they don't like yeah. you would have never thought to have killed her. Like it yeah. was insane. Yeah, yeah, I know that was awesome. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, Skyrim. I got a lot more to say on Skyrim, but. <laughs> Debbie. My number two is Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, I Assassin's Creed, the entire like lineup has always been my favorite set of games to play because I am such a history buff. Um, so it's always been so interesting to see history playing out in like real time. Um, but Cassandra was not the first female protagonist of an assassin's creed game um but the one that was was for the ps vita i think and so like a lot of people didn't even get the chance to play that game but it was so cool to finally be able to play a girl female assassin um and like it was her game and it was her, like her story and ancient greece is just fucking phenomenal like the the game is just beautiful um and the fact that you get to play like all these uh or fight against some of like all of the well-known um like myths of ancient greece like you get to go and you get to meet hades and like it's just overall the game was so for me well done um and beautiful and i could replay it over and over and over again um so for that reason it's it's my number two awesome i gotta play it i, I bought it i have to play it it's it's amazing. Cool. The combat's really nice too. The combat changed so much. Um, it was so hard for me to play Origins, and I was very excited to play Origins because I love ancient Egypt. It's probably one of my favorite time periods. But I couldn't get into the story, and I couldn't get into the combat. But Odyssey really changed so much for Assassin's Creed. I used to think that Assassin's Creed 3 was my favorite game, um, but after playing Odyssey, I could never go back to playing the old Assassin's Creed games. It's just too hard. So, yeah. Mark, is it your turn? What? Oh, I already said my number two. Oh, you're, yeah, I, I think we're done for number one. Oh, are we done? Oh, yeah. okay, so it's... Lost the honor. It's all number one. Albert? All right. Um, number one, uh, I, I guess I can go first. Yeah, go first. Since we all know and we've men we've all mentioned this game already, Skyrim is my number one of this decade. And while I was playing it, I was like, "Holy shit! This game is really, really freaking good." Um, 
I was like texting all my friends like this this is the game this is the greatest game of all time it's not um I still reserve <laughs> that spot for uh Final Fantasy 7 but but <laughs> Skyrim is a close second um yeah no I just I had so much fun playing this game you could have restarted it a million times also just to you know start it differently maybe you want to play as the what is it the uh, storm cloaks or you want to play as the imperials like but even that early decision could be significant because then from there Mm -hmm. you can you can kind of see where your path is going to go what you're going to do although i did want to start the storm cloaks i always wanted to start with the revolution but i wasn't really a fan of them storm cloaks then after i got racist (laughs) yeah exactly yeah so um so that kind of you try to go to imperial but also you don't want to be part of an empire like that no yeah in a game like that so it was you know but still like even that type of decision at the beginning could be game changing so um oh yeah yeah it's a great game so skyrim is my number one of this last decade you can play it on the switch as well <laughs> you can play on everything actually, Skyrim. Yeah, you can play Skyrim on the Alexa, so you can play on a fridge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can play Skyrim on everything. Yeah. Um, who would Mark? You wanted to go next? Sure, I'll go next. So my number one is uh, Doom Eternal, sequel to Doom 2016. <laughs> I mean, it's, they went. They came a long way. From like the the 2016 one, because the 2016 one you kind kind of like you start out you just grab guns and you're just, just killing everything. But now mm-hmm. in turn they kind of broadened it because the first one obviously you were on Mars and you had to stop the portal from like the demons coming from hell. Well mm-hmm. now they kind of expanded the universe like in a bigger scale where you're like you're on Earth and then you visit other planets and go back to like Mars. You go and you get to go to like the heavens and you're just there's more lore to it, and obviously, like some of it's, it, some of it's revealed in the cutscenes, and some of it is obviously you could read it through uh, codex entries that you can find through the campaign. But like, there's there's like a bigger like meaning to it, and like kind of explaining more about how who is your character. Like obviously the Doom guy, like the original character from the first 1996 game, but they kind of explained his story a bit more in depth as you learn about him and the reason why he's like so angry and why he's like killing all the demons and why they're all afraid of him like they kind of explain that more and in this one overall like the combat is a lot more challenging like this game is really really challenging where they they modified the enemies where some enemies have like advantages and disadvantages so like some enemies you have to like there's like certain ways to kill them like there's certain like pinpoint spots to disable the enemy and there's bosses that are just overwhelmingly like challenging, mm-hmm. uh, quote unquote marauders. Oh, I hate them so bad, but there's just it's it's a lot a lot more challenges, and you got you're more like you're more equipped with like like a grenade launcher on your shoulder. Like they made your character a lot more badass. But even though you're very hardcore, very like basically like a hunter, um, there's more enemies that are just as equally challenging as you and it relies skills and like kind of tactics in a way to stop the enemy instead of just like simply just shooting him until he dies and overall the dlc they just did part one still haven't beat it even though it came out in october 
because they just made it like 10 times more challenging. But overall, that is a, such a great game. Just if you really like combat and just action, just every single moment, it's, I recommend Doom Eternal. And once again, of course, the soundtrack, of course, is very metal. Um, my number one game of the decade is GTA V. Um, mostly because uh, Rockstar has created such a such a they created such a community with GTA where you know it's some of you know a lot of it's toxic, but you know they create the game is just huge. Like you you spend you know now you spend you know five dollars for GTA Five. But even back when it was sixty, you spent sixty dollars and you got one huge game with a beautiful campaign, amazing actors, endless amount of fun in that game. And then about a month later, after GTA Five released, or a few months later, they release online for free. And GTA Online is a complete different game of itself. You get to make your character. You get to become a CEO of your company. You get to, you can become uh, the leader of a motorcycle club. You can you know go on heists. You can go to strip clubs. You can go to arcades. You can you can do anything in that game. You can go to a convenience store, buy some cigarettes or some alcohol, then rob them right after you buy it. Like it, the game is. It's absolutely insane. And the fact that they keep adding content. The game came out in 2013. And they keep adding content. To, like, the la they just added the, a really one of the biggest expansions they've ever done for free about, like, two weeks ago. And it's insane. You can own your own submarine. You can drive it around um, the island. And it's you can do anything in that game. They have flying DeLoreans. They got flying motorcycles. They got cars that drive underwater james bond cars it's it is it is one of the best games i have ever played in my life but it is not the best game i ever played in my life it's just but it is the best game of the last decade in my opinion nice yeah i gotta play it still also so debbie um, take us home my number one was already mentioned um it is breath of the wild um twilight princess will always be my favorite uh zelda game but breath of the wild really did an amazing job just overall the game is beautiful um like josh said there's just so much that you can do if you want to go straight to the boss you can um there's so much liberty with the game and so many uh just different ways of going about it which i really really enjoy um it, it has its moments where it's very frustrating um but overall just very rewarding and the characters themselves just the way that they're written um i felt like for the first time you could really get to know more about zelda um as a character as opposed to someone you're just trying to get to and to save um and i really really like that um i'm very much looking forward to what they do in the next game if um as well as uh just what the other characters also brought to the table that i had never even like thought twice about because it's always really been about Link um, and how, how he gets to Zelda and for the first time you're, you're seeing all these other characters and their roles in the story as well so I thought that was awesome as well so yeah Breath of the Wild my number one game awesome still gotta play it as well 
So I need to get a switch for sure. Well, oh, yeah. hey everyone, thank you so much for doing this. Thank, thank you this for having us. Thank you. I think this was fun. We'll have to do some new games you gotta play. That's right. I learned about some new games. Hopefully we can. That we mentioned are all on switch too so. <laughs> no, i don't know about 90 i don't know about 90. yeah nobody i'm talking exclusives like switch exclusives they got a bunch on there they're really good yeah enough um, to make it worth buying the switch yeah i think so i think so well thanks again we'll hopefully we can do this in a, with a different topic uh soon but top games of all time next yeah worst game yeah well i don't know about worst that's gonna be hard i don't want to play crappy games but uh, <laughs> but yeah the best game of all time i think uh, that would be good the top 10 top 10 best of all time but, all right everyone have a great night merry christmas merry christmas, merry christmas. and we'll be playing here soon bye <laughs> bye